Incidentally, there's going to be a trailer for today for um, Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, wow. Because that's coming out April, I think. King Kong. King Kong versus Godzilla. Again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the rematch. I mean, they didn't fight last time, I don't think. What? I could be wrong. How many? I'm pretty sure they have fought before. Oh, they probably have, but in like the 70s. Oh, for the love of fucking... So when's Mothra showing up? I don't know. I think Mothra did show up, right? It's, um, maybe Mothra shows Godzilla up at the film. end and kicks fucking both of their asses. And they Actually, have, they have to band enough. together and then the real Godzilla versus King Kong ends up being the friends we made along the way. Ah! I've, oh! I've been seeing a lot of memes Fuck around <laughs> that they'll do, um... Sorry, I got bitten by the cat. I have a feeling that was uh, yes. Pepper, not us. And there was talk of doing, um, you know, in Batman versus Superman, where the fight ends in like a really stupid way. Oh right, yeah, yeah. It en- it ends on Batman's beating up Superman. He goes, Martha, asking about his mum, and they go, Why did you say that name? Because they both of their mums are called Martha, and then they have like a bro moment. Moment. Oh, do they end up being brothers? No, <laughs> like long they lost end up brothers. being bros. They just... they bond over the fact both of their parents are called Martha. Oh what. Sucks, yeah, it's it's really it? dumb. That is really dumb. So I've seen people hoping Godzilla vs. Kong ends exactly the same way. Like <laughs> Godzilla's like punch King Kong's like punching Godzilla. He goes, Mothra and Kong's like, why did you say that day? <laughs> then they bond over friendship and that's the end of the film. And I know exactly what's going to happen. Okay. Okay, so um King Kong is gonna be fighting Godzilla. Okay. But then, what they have to do is they have to join forces, and they have to go and beat the shit out of Polgasari. Okay, <laughs> let's let's start again, and maybe try and lead this into Sherlock. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, we're, we're supposed to be doing that, aren't we? Yeah. Oh yeah. So, can anyone think of a good intro for this episode? Um, hello and welcome to the Shipping Forecast. This week we're talking about Sherlock again. I'm going to deduce <laughs> by the fact that you are listening to this podcast is that you are a Sherlock fan. Because there's no other reason you'd be here. Welcome to the Shipping Forecast. <laughs> Grace Holmes, how do you do it? <laughs> it's elementary, my dear. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome back to the Shipping <laughs> Forecast. Uh, yeah, I'm James, joining me is Nick. Hi! And Grace. Hello. And we're gathering here today, because one of you is a murderer. There's been a murder. This isn't the Poro episode. Dun dun dun. Uh, why, why the sketchy Belgian accent? <laughs> because that's how I say murderer. <laughs> it just kind of <laughs> clicks on. That's all. Oh, that's been a mother. Ah, yes, the Taggart oh. way of saying it. Yeah, I can go Taggart or Poirot. In America, and... Taggart has subtitles. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me one <laughs> Oh, boy. To be fair, I think they force it with Doctor Who as well when Peter Capaldi is on. Oh, so, so like, the Americans need, like, help translating those vague Scottish noises into words. I, I, I do so. sometimes, to be honest. 
Uh, we'd like to apologise to anyone in Scotland listening to the show. <laughs> and people in America, actually. So, Grace, what have you been reading? Uh-huh. I'm glad you asked. So I've been reading a, a very... <laughs> A very interesting little thing that I'm trying to get up on my phone because I closed it like a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so oh I'm just dear. biding for time. Listen to me bide for time like a professional. <laughs> I hope you like it because the, you're learning absolutely nothing in this time while I wait for my very old and decrepit phone to load and there's nothing you can do about it. Right, okay, here we are. You can post it in the Discord chat so I can't pull it up for you. That's okay, I've, I've got it. It's this is this is filler. So is this. Because <laughs> this is filler. <laughs> filler. <laughs> right. Okay. I've got it up on my phone. Yeah. Just okay. fucking. Do you want to send us a link? Ninety percent oh, uh, of this podcast. Bollocks. Okay. I'm gonna send it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you can do it, Grace. <laughs> I'm not sure you... I can. If you put it in the Facebook Messenger, I can put it to the Discord. Okay. Thank God. I'll put it in chats. Yeah. Oh my god. I hope you got Michael Jackson in your head now. <laughs> Shut up. If we ever do like a charity single, it will I've be because this is filler. Yeah. <laughs> this is filler. <laughs> this is a filler episode, as is all our filler. episodes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, this is called Murloc and Sturgeon. Fun Tags Challenge Mark 2018, where everything was bright and bushy. Hey! <laughs> By two baby the Sturgeon turtles. isn't spelt like the fish, or the Scottish leader. <laughs> spelt, I think it's supposed to be the fish, because this oh, is I've the just mermaid got it, yeah. alternate universe. Oh, right. Yes, okay. I do like a mermaid alternate universe. I'm here for the puns more than anything. Right, <laughs> so, Great. <clears throat> Additional tags. Little Mermaid Fusion. Alternate Universe Mer People. Up Where They Bang All Day in the Sun. Fashion Disaster <laughs> Averted. Yoga Pants Are Basically a Mating Display. Ocean. Yeah. Unrequited Lust. Crack Treated Seriously. Weird Plot Shit. Monthly Fun Tags Challenge. Oh, so without so... clicking. Pardon? Would anyone like to ha- Without clicking. Would anyone like to hazard a guess how many works are under Alternate Universe Little Mermaid Fusion? I'm going to guess it's quite a lot. I'm going to say 50. I'd say like 50,000. It was. It's somewhere between those two. It is <laughs> 757. Oh, well. Which wow. I think is quite a lot. That's more than I expected. That's, that's a very specific tag as well. Yeah. 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 Wow. There's a lot of Little Mermaid AUs. So, yeah, I think we're going to have to explore this. I hadn't at some read point. the tags when I first started reading this, and it was only reading it a second time that I went, hmm, this reminds me of The Little Mermaid. I wonder why. <laughs> Fucking dickhead, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot here. There's one for Hetalia, there's one for Harry Potter, there's two for Harry Potter, there's one for Stray Kids. That's like a Yorkshire version of The Stray Kids. <laughs> oh, <right>. kids. <laughs> yeah, they, they they don't come from uh, from Korea after all. They come from Huddersfield. Oh, there's me. an Avatar Last Airbender one here. Oh, yeah, man. there's there is quite a lot. I, I think that might be worth exploring. That. Yeah, this might be our next episode after oh, wow. the Valentine's Day special. Yeah, we we need to do well. Yeah, I suppose. Or we we could do it for Valentine's Day special because it's kind of mushy in it. The Little Mermaid. 
kind, yeah. kind of. I don't know what we're gonna do. For... Yeah, but there we go. We'll see. Sorry well, to get distracted, Grace. Yeah, the real version, not so much. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> the uh, real version is just mermaid social structure and being turned into sea foam when no one loves you. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. Yeah. Dang. All right. Our story starts with Murloc, a.k.a. Mermaid Sherlock, enjoying the breeze and then ducking back into the water because he has gills, because he's a fish, and he cannot breathe above water. Oh, okay, dog. Right. Yeah. So a while back, he had seen a human woman like walking along the shore. You know, everything... I can't read my own writing. Every time he saw her, he shook... Why do I write like this? This is horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I like this? I thought, oh yeah, I'll just quickly write it down. Because, you know, you do, it, <laughs> you do it an hour before you've got to do it on two bottles of wine. And then they're just like, yeah, I can read this. Yeah, we fine. Fucking can't. Oh, uh, <sighs> actually, um, there's a point for sort of future episodes. Maybe I need to spend more time day drinking before we do this. <laughs> Yeah, I can never tell. Grace, are you actually day drinking before we record? Oh, just a little bit. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I don't have two, but I had two bottles is a bit of an exaggeration. One and a half is a bit I, I was, closer to the mark. I, I was going to oh. say, t- two bottles of wine isn't just a little bit. <laughs> That's full on day drinking. I was, I was going to say, after two bottles of wine, I'm three sheets to the wind. But, you know. <laughs> I've had oh. time to drink my water and... And eat my food. And, um... <laughs> yeah. It's been snowing all day today, which has been really weird. So I've just been pissed out in the snow. <laughs> so I've probably got a cold coming. Um, I, I'm, I'm just picturing it now. Like, Grace wakes up on a Sunday and it's like, Right, it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it started Saturday. Oh, right, so... <laughs> so much. Okay. Oh, man. Alright, sorry, sorry. Okay, a while back he had seen a human woman walking along the shore. Every time he saw her, she had been wearing yoga pants. And, you know, naturally, you see yoga pants and you fall for the booty quite hard, don't you? Mm -hmm. Uh, Even even a mermaid was like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Oh, dear. Kim, I like all the names. We had had Murloc and Sturgeon, but I've just read In Spiegel, Detective Lestrade. Yeah, yeah, he's got a seagull friend. I wonder where that was inspired from. A fucking seagull, obviously, in uh, The Little Mermaid. Yeah, but basically he doesn't know what the fuck's going on, so he asks, um, in Spiegel, Detective Lestrade, what the fuck's going on? And he says, oh, oh those are... Those are uh, those are. So hang on. He has is been he a told in no uncertain terms that the soft, stretchy pants—I assume they mean trousers or leggings—the human wore were part of a mating call known well among humans. All oh, right. So okay. It's, it's a yoga pants in this universe are the are the mating call of humans. Like ready to bang, put the yoga pants on, get out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh She's dear, no longer dear. athletic wear. <laughs> <laughs> So I was interested because of the um, the yoga pants, but I'm what I'm really curious about now is what kind of crimes Inspector Seagull, Detective Lestrade, solves, and if we can get some kind of buddy cop show where the Seagull is a detective. 
I find this quite ironic <laughs> considering like, seagulls are the biggest fucking crooks you'll get on any beach. Yeah. Yes. Like, who stole the chips? It was probably in Spiegel <laughs> Detective Lestrade. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> who nosedived straight into that ice cream? Oh, probably in Spiegel <laughs> Detective Lestrade. <laughs> Someone beat up this child and stole their fish and chips. Don't know what you mean. It wasn't me. <laughs> There's, I can't speak for other countries, but like the seagulls in Britain, they're like fucking mafiosos. They're massive. Yeah. Place they walk around the place like they own the place, and <laughs> they will fuck you up for your chips. In fact, I've heard stories of small dogs being carried away by British British seagulls. Yeah, how, how yeah, do they get carried insane. away? They've got webbed Nick's feet. Not kidding. <laughs> they don't have talons. <laughs> Hold on, let me find the article. Oh my fucking god! Yeah, I, I, I think it's I think it's uh, it's beaks. I think so. Oh, in maybe. July of 2019, the Independent reported on a city on a seagull stealing a chihuahua. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's what From I read. Well. <laughs> in Devon, I'll put the article in the show notes. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, that's it. Seriously, British seagulls artist in the fucking world. Oh, oh no. those are those are really cute you are with her. It carried Gizmo a, a far a fair way as we couldn't see him anymore, says Ona. <laughs> oh, I, I need to read this now because I need to see if they got him back. Uh, oh uh, Lord almighty. You don't want to read it now. Carried him out to sea. <laughs> oh <laughs> gave him They to didn't a get seal. him back. <laughs> oh god, oh bless. But again, this is Devon Seagulls. Like, if oh. this was a Dundonian right. seagull, they would have stolen a Great Dane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's much the further north you get, the more horrific the seagulls are. Yes. Until until you're left at, like, John O'Groats, and they're just, like, wandering around with fucking tattoos on the wings going, Oh, you, chips, or I'll fuck you up. <laughs> have you ever wondered where the stories of dragons come from? Yeah, they're just Normal British seagulls. 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 That's, that's what dragons evolved into. If dinosaurs evolved into birds, dragons evolved into fucking seagulls. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, my only rec- my critique of this fix so far is I think instead of in Spiegel, uh, yeah, it should have been Moriarty. It should have been Moriarty. Yes. <laughs> 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 Just because character profiling. Um, right, where were we? <laughs> uh, yoga pants. <laughs> oh, or just after that, yeah. <laughs> oh, God's sake. Yeah, so he finds out that uh, they're a part of this human, human mating call. And, you know, he's delighted to hear this and he's getting a little bit nervous. Because, you know, he thinks, oh, now, now I know she's she's out for for dick. She, I, could, I, I have, I might have a dick. I, it's not described in this, but I might. And I might be able to court her. So he's, and he's thinking, okay, all right, I need a way to communicate. So he's rummaging through the trash and he fought in the waters. And he just finds a, he finds what he thinks to be a pair of, of yoga pants. And he thinks, right, I'll just put this on. She'll, she might go for it. It might work. Don't know. Either way, Sturgeon comes along, and he's and he's and he's a bit sympathetic, and he's like, Murloc, 
you know, she's a human, and you're you're a goldfish to her, Murloc. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Murloc considers this truth, and he goes, he goes, oh, but up there on those sandy beaches under the gleaming sun, those 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 some such humans are performing mating calls daily, and they're just they're just up there banging all the time. <laughs> I can't leave an opportunity like this. The sturgeon would have rolled his eyes if he could have rolled his eyes, but he's a fish, and fish cannot roll their eyes. Regardless, <laughs> his expression is clear, and Murloc fixes his own eyes ahead, ignoring the silent warning. The sturgeon didn't leave it silent. You don't even have legs. How are you going to wear those silly pants? You know. Well, I could obviously thought of this issue. But, you know, he just scowls and he just glides through the sea to, to arrive at the shore. You know, and uh, he, he sort of pops his head up at the top of the water. He's looking about, waiting for her to come on. He, he, he sees her coming and she's like, oh, fuck, get into action. So he, like, tries to wedge on these these shorts and finds that it's uh, it's a skirt. <laughs> Oh, marvellous. Like, you know, there's only one hole, it's for a tail, fine. I mean, that's probably, yeah, it's probably better for him that it's a skirt. Yeah. Either way, he's he's starting to think of what to say to her. Hello, woman, he begins. No, no, that's not right. Hello, lovely lady, I too wear the mating pants. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, that's... You know Next time I go on a date... Yes. <laughs> I'm going to use that. Hello, woman. Hello, lovely lady. Hello, lovely lady. I, too, wear the mating pants. I, too, have mating pants. Are you slowly writing this down? (laughs) I just need to go buy some yoga pants now. Yeah, yoga pants and get yourself in a club. It's it's (laughs) ironic, because I bought yoga pants after reading this without (laughs) realising. I might might never wear them now, just because I'm not looking for dick. Well, I... (laughs) I mean, well, I sh- are you looking for fish? Yeah, I was going to no, say. No, I'm not looking. I'm not looking for fish either. Thankfully, I live nowhere near the sea, so <laughs> <laughs> I will never come across like starfish underbatch lurking about <laughs> in a fucking ocean wearing a mini skirt. <laughs> Shame. But you do seem to have a type now. Yeah, that's fish people. your second fish fic. Yeah, fish I don't people. Know, I don't know how I keep ending this. Maybe I just like, haven't eaten fish and chips in a while and there's something subliminal going on. Like, I need to top up my Britishness. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Um, yeah, this is it. For our uh, listeners overseas, um, eating fish and chips every sort of six months or so man- is mandatory in the, uh, yeah. in, in the United Kingdom of Great Indeed. Britain. Indeed. Otherwise, our accent starts to slip. Yes. As someone who can't eat spicy food, I can't have the curry option, which also tops up our Englishness. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that's that's fine because um, the only sort of liquid thing you should be putting on chips. There's two of them. One of them is vinegar. The other is gravy. <laughs> Do mushy yes. peas count as a liquid? Huh? Uh, I'd say no. Like they're more like congealed, aren't they? I don't know. Really. You put curry sauce and mushy peas on, can't you? Well, yeah, you can, but, I mean, there's that, and then there's gravy. Yeah, yeah. And gravy on chips is amazing. Yeah. I mean, you you wouldn't be northern if you didn't like gravy on chips. Grace isn't northern. I'm not northern, but I can appreciate some aspects of northern cuisine. Yes. Mm. (laughs) If you think mushy peas are a liquid, write in at thefanshippingforecast at gmail.com. I think it's a soup. (laughs) 
I think it's a very thick soup. What am I on about? Right, hang on. <laughs> Back, <laughs> Back to the, to the thick. <laughs> nowhere, nowhere in this has mushy peas come up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This is all where new. Where the fuck? Okay, so it's described as a stretch, as a stretchy skirt. Fashion disaster of averted. He returns to his speech. You know, and and she's coming up, and she's coming into view. And he he notices that she she puts a hand on her stomach and smiles a little bit, and he recognises it's the sign of human pregnancy. Oh! And pushes himself back into the water, quite shocked, approaching sturgeon. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he's sort of, and he's thinking to himself, well, first of all, I don't know how how a how a manfish recognises the signs of female pregnancy when See, I put a placid too. hand on my stomach after yeah. I've eaten a massive meal. Yep. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Like, may- maybe she's gone to the fish and chip shop and she's yeah. she's finished and she pats her stomach and goes, ah. Yeah. That's enough fish for one day. Maybe that was what he recognised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just a big meal. I mean, well, some, pe- some people just have stomachs. It's like I look pregnant all the time. Um, the, on- the only reason that I, uh, you know that I'm not pregnant is because I am a man. <laughs> so that's the thing. Or a very ugly woman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it doesn't mention the size of the stomach in this, so it could, this could go either way. Yeah, I suppose yeah. so, yeah. And, hang on. Either way, either and way. two baby turtles, if you're listening, I would like to know, was she pregnant, or had she just eaten fish and chips? <laughs> <laughs> Is she just bloated? <laughs> I'm is guessing if bloated? you're smiling at your food belly, then maybe maybe it isn't a food belly. Maybe that was the giveaway. Yeah, I smile at my food sure. belly all the time. Oh, okay, well, that's, that's all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, so he anyway. approaches Sturgeon and he's musing to himself, oh, I suppose they do bang a rather awful lot. It's only responsible, <laughs> reasonable. She would eventually find a mate among her own kind. The sturgeon blinks. Can fish blink? Um, no. I don't think so. I don't, no, they don't. I don't think so. Never mind. His eyes focus on the skirt around Murloc's waist. You do look lovely, though, he murmurs. Murloc raises an eyebrow, and the flirting begins between the two fish. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Three oceans worth of mating, and you settle on the merman in a skirt. I think he'll have to try a lot harder for this piece of tail. And he leaves one last smirk <laughs> behind before zipping past the fish into the depths of the ocean. I don't know what this means, but wiggling slightly, the sturgeon manages to slip off a piece of soft, stretchy fabric from where he'd gotten it around his own fins. Fashion disaster averted, he decides, and dashes um... after his friend. So, yeah, a bit of love chase goes on, and it ends there. And oh, I have not seen a single comment on this. No. Oh, from 2018. Yeah. Well, we will be the first. Yeah. I can't I can't wait to hopefully <laughs> brighten this person's day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks to Baby Turtles. Mm. I enjoyed that. That was quite that was good fun. Yeah. That, that was, was really really good fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> James, what have you been looking at? I'm glad you asked. So, I took home Mean Guys by Robotico. Okay. Oh, okay. And Mean Guys is a crossover between Mean Girls and Sherlock. I never I thought know. I'd see those two together. 
Yeah, it really stood out. And as they mentioned in the tags, they do take this crack seriously. And do you remember when we started uh, last week, last episode even, uh, I said what I was looking for was a murder mystery? Yes. This is a murder mystery. And I didn't expect that. Hey! This is a murder mystery. This is a mean girl's murder mystery. Yeah, it's a murder mystery set within the plot of Mean Girls. Can can I just quickly point out one tag that has just popped up? Absolutely. And, and you've got all the, all the names and fluff and crack, but not really crack, crack taken seriously. And then you have Angela Strad is too gay to function. Apologies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the apology, the apology tag afterwards. Yeah. Mm. It's own separate tag. Don't apologise. <laughs> so I'm just to check. For. Have you guys have you guys seen Mean Girls? No. Yes. Uh, we were made to watch it in school for English. Really? How, so, case, how white is that? Oh, yeah, we. I'd never seen Mean Girls until this fic. I decided to watch Mean Girls before we covered it. We literally had the option between Mean Girls and She's the Man. We picked Mean Girls, the teacher preferred She's the Man, so we watched She's the Man, and then we still had time at the end of term, so I oh fuck it, I'll put Mean Girls on. So, and, yeah, so hang on a minute, uh, you got to watch that, I got to watch Journey's End, <laughs> which isn't like Mean Girls at all. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, um, Journey's End is set in the trenches of World War One, and it's very moving and very sad. So is Mean Girls. Is yeah. It? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it moves very you out of being sad. sad quite quickly. Oh, um. right, okay. I stand, <laughs> I stand corrected, I guess. So for next benefit, the term too gay to function is a quote from Mean Girls. Ah, right. I, th- I thought it might be. Uh, Lindsay Lohan's character's gay bestie is described as too gay to function quite often. Right, I'll okay. I'll say this. There are surprising, there's a surprising amount of pop culture that is just lines from Mean Girls. Yeah. Like, those... it might as well be biblical quoting for 2004. <laughs> the get in loser we're going shopping is from Mean Girls, yeah. and I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, I knew that that was from Mean Girls, yeah. And to be honest, I think I'm going to start using that more often. That's a great phrase. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I'll talk about the fic. So, it's very similar to the plot of Mean Girls for the first three or four chapters. The only exception is, instead of Lindsay Lohan, it's Martin Freeman coming back from Afghanistan at age 16, because his parents were in the military. So he was homeschooled up until now. In Afghanistan. This is his... In Afghanistan. He was homeschooled in Afghanistan. For next benefit, Lindsay Lohan's character was homeschooled in Africa, because her parents are biologists or something. Oh, right, okay. And so she'd never been to school, and then she goes to high school for the first time and has to deal with all the dynamics and drama and stuff. Oh, God, this shit, Mean Girl sounds a lot deeper than it looks on the surface. Yeah, yeah, it is. Because I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Yeah. <laughs> and it's um, American school as well, where every day is fashion week. Yeah. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, John Watson goes to school, he, ma- he makes friends, he meets Sherlock Holmes, and... They get talking, and there's a bit of flirting going on. And eventually, he meets the Plastics. Now, the Plastics in Mean Girls are the three bitchy girls, and 
in this, they are Jim Moriarty <laughs> as the bimbo one. Oh no. Yeah, that stacks up. Let me find... Uh, there's Sebastian Morin, who is the villain from season three, I think. Alright, okay. He's the rich snooty one. And there's also a character called Victor Trevor. Now, Victor Trevor, I didn't know who that was because I've not seen season four. I then had to look him up. Alright, okay. Victor Trevor, and I'm going to go on a tangent about season four of Sherlock here. Victor Trevor was Sherlock's childhood friend who is eventually murdered by his sister. Ah, right, okay. However, Sherlock... I'm feeling mad they pulled script out of their arse. Yeah. Sherlock was so traumatised by this that he remembered Victor being his pet dog. Oh, yeah, I do remember this. Yeah, I I think they turned... Up until season three, it was his pet dog. And then the twist is, that wasn't his dog, that was his childhood friend. Ah! Right. Ah, uh, right, yeah, I I vaguely remember season four. I didn't really take much notice of it. And that was oh. that was probably why. Yeah. Because it was just like, yeah, batshit, but there we go. Now, according to my maths, this fic was written when before season four came out. Oh, okay. Because there was a big gap between season three and season four, because yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch suddenly got very famous, and so did Martin Freeman, and they both had to go do The Hobbit. Yeah. So there was a big long gap, and then season four came out, and it was a train wreck. <laughs> so if I understand, if I'm, if my timeline's right, Victor Trevor was when this person wrote Mean Guys. Victor Trevor was Sherlock's pet dog. No, um, I maybe mean, he was possible that things were leaked. Yeah, it could be, or maybe Victor Trevor's a character in like other Sherlock things. Yes, he yeah. is. He's in The Adventure of the Glorious Scott. Um, oh, okay, so he is he's someone from the books. Yes, he is, so I am not talking oh, okay. out my ass. Um, so, the, the, the... so, hang on, BBC Sherlock turned him into a dog, then they turned him back into a person when they ran out of things to write about. Yeah, yeah that's okay. it, in the books, I'm just reading up on this now, thank you Wikipedia. Um, but uh, his Victor Trevor is Sherlock's friend from when uh, Sherlock used to go to university. Ah. So, yeah. Well, in this fic, Victor Trevor is the alpha of the plastics. Right. And is thus Sherlock's ex. Because, okay. of course, because of course he is. Yeah. And that presents a problem for Watson, because what you're not allowed to like Victor's ex. Not if you're going to be friends with the plastics. Ah, right, okay. So the plastics in the film Mean Girls were a group of cheerleaders. In this, they're a group of rugby players. <laughs> I personally don't think that translates very well, calling them the plastics, but I suppose the, the gender swap, it makes sense that they're the buff, attractive ones. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and um, say that in Mean Girls, they are called the plastics because there's a sneaking suspicion that they've had plastic surgery. It's more because they're, like, impossibly attractive, yeah. Right, okay. Like, they're, they're the hot bimbo cheerleaders. Right, I get you. Okay. And so they change a lot of other details, so may- maybe I would have changed the plastics too, but that's fine. Doesn't matter. Um, so there's a kid called Carl hmm. who, pick- who starts picking on John and tries to be all, hey, is your cherry popped? That kind of thing. Right, okay. And um, the plastics start picking on Carl, and that's how that's how John Watson starts gets with them. It's very similar to the plot of Mean Girls. The only difference 
is later on, Carl is found dead. <gasps> He's been murdered. No! Oh, what? Yeah. Why is there murder happening in a high school? Why not? Yeah, I suppose. You're more likely to murder someone in high school than the rest of your life. Yeah, exactly. God, there's so many people I could have shanked. Yeah, we all mm-hmm. wished we could. Exactly. But murder is illegal. Murder? Don't do murder, kids. <laughs> it's a gateway drug. It's Murder is a gateway drug <laughs> to serial murder. Yeah, and then it, so it carries a lot of jail time. Mm-hmm. Don't do murder, kids. So anyway, because of this murder... Stay in, stay in school. Sherlock starts investigating the murder, and that's how him and John get talking. Ah. That's how they bond, and there's a bit of a romance going on, because, yeah. But obviously Victor doesn't approve of that, and then Victor has some devious plans to break them up, and then Sherlock and Victor get back together, and then John has his own devious plans to um, to get rid of them. It follows the plot of Mean Girls. Okay. But Yeah, this sounds... It's very similar to Mean Girls. The only difference is there are three murders by the end. Right. Okay. How how are they yeah. how are they worked into the general plot of Mean Girls? Uh, they they just happen. Like uh, after the first party, there's a murder. Then there's another murder after the um the talent show. It's that kind of thing. They just kind of pepper the murders in. Just <laughs> sprinkle them in here and there. <laughs> There's also a phrase they use in the notes that I really like. They note that this this hasn't been baited, nor has it been Brit-picked. Huh? Brit-picked? So Brit-picking is like nitpicking, but it's British people noticing things about... When when Americans have written about British stuff and they get little details wrong, and British people go, oh, hang on, they don't have guns in London high schools, or, you know, stuff like that. Oh, okay. Ah! So, that's Brit picking. I know who Carl is. Oh yeah, who's Carl? It's Carl Powers, and um, in the last episode of season yeah, one... Yeah, that was him. Um, we find out that Carl Powers was Sherlock's first case, if you want, while he was... I think he was back in high school then. Yes. Because um, Moriarty somehow gets hold of Carl Powers' trainers to, to sort of get Sherlock on the scent. Yeah, that was it. Because... Moriarty, as uh, as people have realised, has, is. Uh, shall we say, a flair for the dramatic. Mm-hmm. I think he's always had a flair for the dramatic, to be fair. Well, yeah, yeah. It's just in the new one, uh, just in the new ones that he's very fabulous. Mm. <laughs> and it kind of worked. Yeah, I liked this version of Moriarty. Yeah. So, I mean, it would point to Moriarty being the killer in this murder mystery, because he's at the high school... But you've got to remember, all the other villains are also at this school. So, I won't spoil it. I genuinely wasn't sure who the killer was going to turn out to be until the last chapter. Ah. So. Was it a surprise? It was a surprise to me. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, as I say, all the villains were there. It could have been anyone. Yeah, yeah. So, I won't spoil it for anyone who wants to read it. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, this this went from sort of 0 to 11 rather quickly. Yeah, I really enjoyed this book. Yeah. I didn't think we'd find an actual murder mystery in our collection, and I'm happy we did. Was it worth watching Mean Girls? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Though, full disclosure, didn't actually finish Mean Girls. Ah, right, okay. But I did finish this. <laughs> um, yeah, make of, make of that what you will, I guess. But uh, yeah, so yeah. The thing about Mean Girls is... So there's one thing that makes me cringe when I'm watching films, and that's... 
It's very specific. It's teen parties that happen when the parents are away, and you just know the parents are going to come home, and it'll be a disaster. Ah. Like, as soon as they've set that up, I'm like, oh, no. Ah. <laughs> and I just I'd usually stop watching. I know, you just you just wouldn't, would you? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, maybe it's because I didn't get invited to those sort of parties while I was in high school, but I've never really got the appeal of inviting a load of people around, they'll get drunk, trash your house, and then you'll either have to clean it up or face the wrath of mum and dad who have come home from their, I don't know, mm. date night or meeting or whatever to find the house is a fucking mess, all the booze has exactly. been drank, and, um, you know, the police have been called. I've never got the appeal. I'll tell you what the yeah. appeal is. It's not your house. Well, yeah, but... You're doing why... that to someone else's house. Yeah, of and course. And fucking off again. Of course that's the appeal, but... What if it is your house and you're throwing the party? Because you're an idiot. That's oh. why. You've probably been yeah. peer pressured into it by your mates. It's an empty. Mm. Come on. Also... And honestly, peer pressure always makes me cringe. In films as well. Oh, right, oh okay. yeah, it's not cool. Yeah, really badly, but like it's not that far off from the truth anyway, is it? Yeah, that's yeah. that's true. Don't do peer pressure. Besides, kids. all the parties at during mine and Nick's teenage years were mostly consensual because my mum was cool and would just. <laughs> oh yeah, um, let us have big parties at mine. Yeah, that's it. Your mum was cool with it, and also uh, your house was under renovation, wasn't it? Yeah. So it's already a sight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, my house was a building site from age 15 to late 16, and we were just encouraged to tear down the walls. <laughs> it's like, it didn't really matter what uh, what we really did in there, because at the end of the day, it would just be getting wiped down and papered over anyway, so... Exactly. Yeah. I do... So, I do narrowly s- skipping all of the drama that could be caused. Yes, that's <laughs> it. But then again, uh, I suppose we were a good bunch, and we were mostly sensible. Yeah, mostly. I'd like to think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, I thoroughly enjoyed Mean Guys. I actually preferred it to Mean Girls. Uh, this seems to have gone down fairly well with the community as well. Oh, wow. There is a spin-off as well, where there's a different scene from Sherlock's point of view, which is good to have, because um, in the film it cuts between the two. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. It's, I'm glad they wrote that bit out as well. Okay, so um, what we found here, if I may just make an observation... Is so, is a fanfic that you enjoyed more than the source material? Yes, that's two then. Mm-hmm. Two for you Wait, so two. far because there was the um, uh, the Devil Wears Prada Star Trek one. Oh yeah, yeah I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, yeah. Guess what we're discovering here is that um, uh, yeah, fanfics I'm can be better persuaded than the... and prefer fanfiction. Yeah. So what we're learning is is that. Fan fiction writers probably shouldn't be just writing fan fiction, but should actually start sending them off, and we might actually have something fun to watch on the TV. Yeah, it'd be nice to get some variety. Mm. And um, I have seen that rather than the sort of mistreatment of various fandoms, there are genuine people out there who are writing absolute gold, which is Mm -hmm. sympathetic to the fandom as well. And it's amazing. I can see why it's so popular. Like, yeah, caters we... to everyone at least once. We should have saved that for the Valentine's Day episode, really, isn't? <laughs> Shouldn't we? That was well, a bit. That's too... what we're doing next, so yeah. we can we can continue on that train of thought. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Maybe uh, maybe our Valentine's this year can be uh, can be 
archive of our own. And the many people who uh, frequent well, its waters. Well, I'm not going anywhere on Valentine's. We're still in lockdown, so yeah, it's that's better than nothing. Yeah, that's that's true. I'll be on a meagle. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'll I'll send you a Valentine's card, Jim. Oh, thank you. You'll From have your to spray it before you handle it and open it. Yeah, you've you've got. And a... If you want a Valentine's from us, you can join our OnlyFans. Oh god. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. So, I, th- I think that neatly segues to us calling it a day. So, yeah. Thanks for listening. Join us next time when we'll be looking at romance. We'll be More looking so at than romance. usual. We'll be lots, looking at the Valentine's Day tags. Lots of I don't know. Lots I'm, of fluff and romance. <laughs> You'd think after a year I'd be able to figure out how to end these episodes, but next time it's not we happened will be yet. looking at the wonderful world of romance. Yay! Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. sound so excited. Looking forward to fluffy stuff and hugs and smooches and cuddling and. All the gooey, gooey stuff that goes with it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I am. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll do. We'll do like um, one of those next time on the shipping forecast. Join us next time when we will read something very fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. <laughs> <laughs>